Today's episode contains spoilers for the Harry Potter series and also discussions of witchcraft, bad fan fiction writing, and the B-movie. If any or all of these things will be upsetting to you, please skip this week's episode. Or, you know, man up or something. In 1990, a train which ran from Manchester to King's Cross, London was delayed. What seemed to be an innocuous, innocent event turned out to be the inspiration that set the world on fire. The fire of hell. There was a woman waiting for that train. A woman who had a napkin and a pen. Her name was J.K. Rowling. There's no way to be sure, but some sources suggest that J.K. stands for Jowling Cowling. Again, there's no way to be sure. Over the next few years, Rowling began to collect notes. Ideas scribbled on scraps of paper. A boy named Harry. A talking snake. A giant hairy man with a motorcycle. An orphan living under the stairs. These notes would become the start of what would end up being a seven-book series and an eight-movie-long franchise. To date, over 400 million Harry Potter books have been sold worldwide, and they have made their mark on the next generation. But is there something more sinister behind this? Does Harry Potter owe its success to Rowling's clever writing style and charming world-building, or could there be something more sinister at play? Could this innocent children's book be a gateway to the occult? After all, everyone knows that children are extremely vulnerable to suggestion, and the suggestions found in Harry Potter are downright evil. Harry uses magic to help his friends win Quidditch ball matches and defeat his enemies. Since the publication of the Harry Potter books, many conservative evangelical Christian leaders who are very trustworthy have come forward with stories of children who have been sucked into things like animal sacrifice, listening to metal music, and feminism after reading Harry Potter. So this week on the show, we will tackle the age-old question, is Harry Potter evil? about this last episode but we are recording separately um because of the quarantine so that's why lily's sound quality is significantly worse than mine <laughs> just so everyone knows oh <laughs> that's and insulting it's been but yeah <laughs> it's been True. pretty tricky too because lily has terrible internet connection turns out i live in the country you know sue me <laughs> <laughs> no it's fine uh we lived in the country for a long time too but um hopefully we also did do this is take two of this episode right yeah because we tried to record it and it was so sad. a lot of things a lot of things happened there was a dead car battery yeah. involved and i think a school shooter or something wasn't that yeah that was totally what happened <laughs> yeah <laughs> um anyway this is take two um oh so um our producers lily told us that is actually a slur and so now every time i say on the podcast i have to bleep it out (laughs) 
just just so we're clear, we have added to the list of our of words we have to censor. So just make sure you don't say can. It's a Christian swear yeah. word, Maria. Just don't say okay at all. That's all I ask. <laughs> no, Lily. <laughs> okay, so um, I saw this thing I wanted to talk about before we got into Harry Potter today. Um, <laughs> uh, so I was there's this Netflix series um, that you know, like when you open Netflix, there's like a trailer and it like automatically plays. Yeah, and it's really loud and like obnoxious. So there's that, and this is um, a dating show called Too Hot to Handle. Ooh, <laughs> yeah, do tell. Um, and it's it's not about um, kitchen safety, so I was disappointed. <laughs> but so it's <laughs> they just get a bunch of like really like hot, like attractive people with abs and uh, biceps and other muscles, um, I guess, and they're all on this island together, right? And they're trying to win ten thousand mm-hmm. dollars. Um, there's one catch, though. Can you guess what it is? You have to fall in love? Not exactly. So, they aren't allowed to have s- oh. oh, sorry. That is another one of our band words. Um, Bleep. they aren't allowed to form <laughs> Can I say that one, or is that band? I hate that. <laughs> okay. We, we need a new word. Okay, like so they aren't or something. <laughs> Oh no! Ah, that makes me very uncomfortable. Well, so does four. Okay. Okay. Let's. What if we say, um, "Do it." They're not allowed to do it. Okay, that's that's modern, right. and everyone gets it. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so I was watching like the trailer for it because I wanted to see what it was all about because it's always like playing mm-hmm. really loudly and annoyingly, and I was thinking I was like. Because they were like, oh, this is so hard. We can't, like, kiss or we can't do any... Because they're not even, like, allowed to kiss. They can, like, hug and stuff, but they're not allowed to do anything mm-hmm. sexual. I was, like, thinking about it, and I was like, isn't this just, like, Christian, like, college, basically? Or, like, <laughs> you know when you go on those... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know when you go on those, um, those high school retreats mm-hmm. and you play a game... And you're like all running around in the forest, and um, you have to collect plastic eggs, and um, the guys start taking off their shirts to like put eggs in their shirt. Oh, good grief! And <laughs> Maria, um, what? And you're, <laughs> Where have you been? <laughs> and you forgot your shoes at home, so you're running barefoot through the forest. Oh. And you run past this guy that you've had a crush on for like two years, and oh. he has his shirt off, and it's really uncomfortable. Okay. It's just like that, really. <laughs> I mean, um. <laughs> it's funny, though, because, I mean, if you think about it, they're basically making fun of people who can't control their impulses at all. Like, yeah, well, if you really I, find that's... it that hard, do you have a problem? Is it an addiction? Is I... it like, <laughs> well, like... yeah, I think the point of the show is, like... They are trying to get these people to make meaningful connections. Ah. Like, they keep going back to that during the whole, like, trailers. Like, we need to learn how to have meaningful connections. Oh. So, I I don't know. <laughs> it's really, <laughs> it's just, it's wild. Um, it's supposed to be, like, some sort of therapy for them. I guess they apparently, like, are serial daters and stuff. They choose 
people who are like obviously really attractive so they're probably like doing it a lot or whatever and people who are like they were all in their introductions like the little introductions they do on the trailer they're like i'm a serial swiper and like stupid stupid things like that wow sad (sighs) yeah anyway i'm just really like pissed off at the whole show now because the trailer always plays so loudly um, when I'm trying to like quietly open up Netflix at 2 a.m. so I can watch Star Trek: The Next Generation, so I hope it flops. <laughs> nice. <laughs> um, but I was. <laughs> did you ever hear about the the show The Mormon Bachelor? No. This sounds interesting. Okay, so <laughs> it's The Bachelor, but with Mormons, and it's at like BYU University. So he can give the BYU girl like multiple University. roses or whatever, right? No. <laughs> no, he can no, end the show with like three different women. It's like, like... no, <laughs> you all win. You're all <laughs> no. You're that all would not... I would watch my that, sister wives. It's just <laughs> no. It's just... <laughs> that's so funny. <laughs> it's just um, <clears throat> it's like really conservative, a really conservative version of The Bachelor. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, so, like, they can't, like, do, they can't, like, kiss or anything. They just, like, dance with each other a lot, I guess. I don't know. I've never watched it. Interesting. Um, that should just, be our next episode. I was just la- <laughs> yeah. I was just laughing watching these. Um... <laughs> yeah, we should. I, I think that would be. Yeah. Uh, fun. Um, I was laughing watching this trailer, though. They have these, like, locks that they put, they put over their, like, pants um, what? <laughs> like a chest? Yeah, it's like a chastity belt or something. I don't know, but they literally so, like they it's all have like... them over there. And then when they go swimming, they have like the guys have like their trunks or whatever. They have the like, and the girls with their like bikini bottoms. It's like <laughs> they don't trust them that much, you know? Like, are they just yeah. really? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know, man. They, they just really, really don't do trust it. them that much. They wanted to... <laughs> <laughs> no, but I was just laughing. I was like, maybe they should like, <laughs> hey, you could implement that. At, like, I could see um, like really conservative Christian colleges implementing that. Like, what's that place? Bob Davis University. Bob Jones. Where, like, and women yeah, are... Bob Jones. Yeah, and the women aren't allowed to wear pants or something crazy like that. It's well, like only recently were women. Yeah, able they to, like attend or something. They recently were allowed to wear pants, actually. So what? that's a new thing. Wild. They can wear pants now. To be quite honest, uh, and um, this is might be venturing into some weird territory, but I feel like wearing a skirt. Mm-hmm. How is that like? I feel like wearing pants are more. Maybe I just have very modest pant choices, but I feel like skirts that I wear are way less modest than the pants i wear i agree we're like shorter they probably would wear like knee length or something like that i don't know if there's anything wrong with knee length skirts but still you're showing but... off your gorgeous ankles and calves and yeah stuff, those, those so... gorgeous calves yeah it's a thing <laughs> yeah it's a calf fetish oh, uh. oh god don't talk about anything like lower than the knee not a fan. Not a fan. Like feet. There's people who are like into feet. No. Feet are disgusting. My feet are disgusting. I hate even like touching them to trim my toenails. Okay. Okay. 
I don't think I can deal. I did that recently, and it wasn't a pleasant experience. Trimmed your toenails? Yeah. Yeah. No, you it's not fun. It's no. awful. It's really not. Who went... Mm. Feet anyway. slime, I mean. It was just... <laughs> foot fungus. Like... Yeah. I mean, I, I don't, don't have it, but, like, anyway. still. Yeah. Um, It was just... <laughs> It was funny watching that. It was making me think about how, like, uh, I don't know. I was just like, this is literally, this could be, like, filmed on the campus of a Bible college. That'd mm -hmm. be so funny. But they already are, like, they don't need a chastity belt, you know? They have yeah. a mental chastity, a spiritual chastity belt. Like, yeah. a, a purity ring. I don't know. Um, but, or so, I, so. <laughs> um, I have this friend... Um, at the church I used to go to who was so modest that he wouldn't even sit next to a girl during worship because it was too spiritually intimate. Okay. <laughs> yeah. They talked about it one time at this, uh, it, like, uh, young adult meeting that we had. And uh -huh. I, uh, I almost, I, that was hard for me. It was, it was hard for me because I had to sit there and hear that with my own two ears. And everyone was just like, okay, mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah. Um, did it, do you guys hear? I don't know. I There were lots of moments like that that I that could have been a reality show. Make that a reality show. I mean, yeah. Wow. Uh if you can't just sit by yourself and just like, you know, I mean, you do that in church all the time. There are these people that you have to sit by and they're not always female, you know? So it's like, yeah. well, well, why do you just sit by someone of the opposite gender and like this, the switch is flipped all of a sudden. Like you can't well, he would sit next to his like sisters and his mom, but like a female who wasn't in his family, he wouldn't sit next to. And he would sit next to guys, so I guess he was straight. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. Maybe. Who <laughs> knows? A very clever disguise. <laughs> Who knows? Yeah. Who's to say? That doesn't, yeah. I'm wondering. <laughs> no, I, uh, <laughs> we can talk about it off mic, but I don't. Okay. Confirmed this person is, yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. Anyway, it's fine. He doesn't listen. He doesn't listen. Um, that's good. But, you know, I was like, maybe I should make that my career is like filming like conservative college Christian groups. I could like go around the country and go to a bunch of different ones and just like film things that they do because there's so mm -hmm. much drama. Yeah. And a lot of times there is weird like sexual tension going on because oh, yeah. no one's allowed to be like dating each other or anything. And they're all just like in love with somebody but they can't say it because you can't do that because yeah you, you're sinning clearly Stupid. and uh i think that could be pretty good so that's my new backup career just after becoming a mountie for the canadian uh, i see yeah so you'll you'll go and liberate <laughs> all those poor college students mm -hmm. on christian campuses lead a rebellion i sure will Okay, so, um, as my 
introduction so well explained, we're talking about Harry Potter. And we'll get to why we're talking about Harry Potter more at the end of the episode. Because, one, I was, like, doing some research into the thing that made me start thinking about Harry Potter again. Right. I kind of came across a whole (laughs) world of other things that I Mm -hmm. think would be helpful to share. Because... Lily, Lillian, mm-hmm. were you <laughs> were you allowed to read Harry Potter when you were a child? Absolutely not. Do you care to explain why? Uh, well, some of the main reasons were that it has like spiritual elements. And Hocus Pocus, spells, themes like that. And so witchcraft and wizards were not something that... Were not themes that my parents wanted me introduced to. So, Ah, I see. So, yeah, that's like... I get... I've gotten... Or I used to get because, like, I read Harry Potter recently-ish from a lot of people like they'd say something about harry potter and if it was to the point where i couldn't avoid talking about it i would just be like yeah i never read harry potter mm-hmm. and then like no one i feel like anyone who's not from that circle that i've talked to like the circle we grew up in of conservative like christian families they don't really understand it like why we don't why we weren't allowed like i've tried i try to explain it and they don't understand it would you say that tracks with your experience as well oh yeah oh yeah definitely because we weren't allowed to do halloween either along the same grounds yeah no halloween yeah so yeah yeah, no one really got it because it's just like it's fun and like blah 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 and yeah, why not? Yeah. It's great. Yeah. Well, and <laughs> I think part of my inability to explain it to other people was that I didn't really understand why my parents thought that my myself. And even mm-hmm. after having read the books, I still like n- now I kind of have a better grasp because of the research that I've done, but. I don't think I could internalize any of that stuff enough to feel that way about the books because the books Mm -hmm. are just not that way. And that's just how it is. There's have been no confirmed studies that show like, oh, uh, Harry Potter makes your kids into witches. There was a rise in witchcraft after this. Like, there's no studies that show that. Um, cause if there were, we would know about them because Christians would talk about them all the time. That's just how it is. <laughs> um, anyway, so, um, I was curious about what started all this and, um, okay, so we gotta, we gotta introduce some terms here. Are you ready? The first term mm-hmm. is satanic panic. And what is satanic panic? So, what do you think satanic panic is, Lily? Answer, Sounds riddle like me that. Everyone's me that scared Batman. of Satan. 
Panic at the disco. I don't know. Panic of the Satan. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so uh, Satanic Panic was a... It's a name for a phenomenon that was going on in the 80s, 90s, and into the early 2000s. And it was basically started by this the it was that thought that there were all these satanic rituals happening and okay so satanic panic was all about um to understand what that is you have to the word like understand this phrase satanic ritual abuse (laughs) so satanic ritual abuse is what like when there's a satanic ritual like a blood sacrifice or when you have to slit the palm of a virgin or something i don't know what because i'm not a satanist I, I don't know, Lily. Like, uh, when there's some kind of satanic ritual that they're doing, it okay. is physical or, like, sexual or mental abuse that would occur. Gosh, I can't talk. Cure. Occur during that. <laughs> occur during the ritual. Um, and you might be wondering, why did people think this was a thing? Were mm. you wondering that, Lily? Uh, sure. <laughs> okay. So, it's because of this book called Michelle Remembers. Mm-hmm. Now, Shell Remembers um, was based off of these therapy sessions that this guy, Dr. Uh, I don't know how to say his name, so I need it. Lawrence Paz- Pazder. Pazder. I'm going to say Pazder because it's easier. Lawrence Pazder. He was a psychotherapist um, or a psychiatrist. Sorry. He was a psychiatrist in Canada. And he was talking to this lady, Michelle, for like a couple of years. Mm-hmm. And he was using hypnosis on her to treat her for, like, depression. And um, during the hypnosis, she started (laughs) revealing all this stuff. Um, She talked about how she um, (laughs) was, like, in this 81-day ritual Mm -hmm. where the Satanists summoned Satan. Um and she was like she was five at the time and uh there were people being sacrificed and she was locked in a cage and she witnessed human sacrifices and she was rubbed with the blood of um sacrificed people which is great and um interesting she said all this stuff um and um you know it's funny because she didn't have any scars or anything Mm -hmm. um and you know why? Do you know? Can you guess why she didn't have scars or anything? Because it didn't happen. No, Lily, don't be silly, silly Lily. It's because <laughs> when the on the night that they summoned Satan himself, Jesus, the Virgin Mary, and Michael the Archangel came, rescued her, and removed all the scars. So they also blocked the memories of the event until the time was right, which was when she was under hypnosis at this time. Yeah, also, fun fact, um, Michelle went on to marry the doctor who was treating her, and they wrote this book together. Odd. (laughs) Yeah, very odd. It was published in 1980. She was on, like, Oprah, and um, there, there was, it was kind of a phenomenon at the time of all these people coming out and saying that they had allegedly been part of all this stuff. Was um, there any proof, though, that her story was true? No. Um, there was not proof that their story was true, and there's a lot of things that um, discredited 
her story. Like, she didn't mention her siblings in the memories. Um, the people who knew her growing up was like, yeah, she was really imaginative. And um, they, oh, let's see. Even the church that she was a part of tried to distance herself or distance themselves from her. Mm. Um, and basically the church at the time did a wonderful thing. The general, not that church, but the other church, like the general church did this wonderful thing. And they said, you know, does it matter if she's telling the truth? The important thing is that she's bringing light to satanic ritual abuse. Uh. Um, so, you know, despite the fact that the Mounties who, those are my boys, my backup career boys, my BCB. Okay. Um, the Mounties in that area n had never, like, there had never been calls about satanic ritual abuse mm -hmm. in Victoria, the town where she was from. There was never charges or prosecution, nothing to hint. Never any evidence, none, no, like, place where there were not, like, tons of missing people. There weren't bones or nothing. So, mm -hmm. um, yeah, so it's been pretty thoroughly discredited by this point. But, again, like the church said at the time, it didn't matter, you know, if it was true or not. What mattered was that it was bringing to light the importance of satanic ritual abuse, which was definitely a huge phenomenon because there was so much evidence for it back then. I'm being sarcastic. Right. There wasn't evidence. Um, okay, so there was – that was going on a, a lot that was happening a lot then um and i learned about this in a class i took this thing happened it was a pretty big part of um making people go even more crazy thinking that there was satanic rituals happening everywhere and um the mcmartin preschool trial so basically what happened was some social worker was talking to this kid who went to the mcmartin preschool in california and the child was saying some weird things and there was she's like oh there must be some weird things going on um and basically so the social worker started interviewing the students because the parents were getting kind of weirded out by the things that the the kid was saying mm -hmm. the um i I was having a hard time finding what exactly started the whole, like, all the allegations. But the social worker started interviewing kids from the preschool. And the way that she did it was she would take, like, a doll. And she would say to the child, show me what happened to you. Um, and then they would not, like, they wouldn't really respond. So she would say what like did this happen and kind of throw out did um did they do this to you did they do this to you yeah, um and there so the kids would eventually because she was like questioning them yep. and like doing all these things they would Are just you? kind of like hello they... hello so a lot of suggestions going on very like suggestive yeah basically the kids were kind of being yeah. like 
and open-ended questions the, or anything. The psychology then. of the, like this is a thing now. People know, like social workers know, and all that. They know that you're not, you can't like do that to a child. Yeah, yeah. It's a thing now. We know, like I have had trainings about like identifying sexual abuse and stuff, and in those trainings, they say you cannot ask leading questions. Like you can't say, "Did they do this to you? Did they do this to you?" Like the child. Mm-hmm has to tell you what it like you can't lead them into a conclusion which is kind of what they were doing and also just like you know kids say crazy stuff all the time and so this got twisted into all kinds of things they were talking about animals being sacrificed they were talking about witches flying around they were talking about people being levitated they were talking about um just all all kinds of like horrible things that like if you heard oh, a social worker was interviewing these children and all these horrible things came out uh-huh. against... Like, if you heard this stuff, you'd be like, oh my gosh, this is awful. These people need to yeah. go to jail. Um, but... Yeah, it was uh, mm-hmm. it was not, not a good situation and everyone was acquitted. The McMartins were acquitted because they obviously were not holding satanic rituals at their preschool. Um... <laughs> I have to say, um, as someone who's worked at mm. two preschools, um, you know, a preschool really probably isn't the ideal place yeah. for satanic rituals because a lot of satanic rituals involve, like, blood and stuff. And <laughs> really, if you're running a preschool, you want to keep up to code on that kind of thing because hepatitis B is a real threat. So if you're thinking of doing a satanic ritual, don't do it at a preschool. Also, kids are not a good a group of people to do satanic rituals around because apparently they will blab they'll sw- uh, sing like a canary a uh, bird yeah yep. <laughs> a canary yeah i i was i got i almost said swing so i got lost there for a second anyway so well a big thing is play theory this so was kids will often like what play what theory or play therapy which is kids mm-hmm. will go and act out yeah play therapy like different things that have happened to them or whatever and so if you watch the way a child plays with something you can really tell a lot yes um, and whether well, and it's abuse that's or what not johnson too. yeah that's what johnson this social worker thought she was doing but now it's johnson's an idiot though she you like you go you go along it they came out later that she was like mentally ill um, as well so yeah wow. yeah it was just a whole big mess makes sense anyway um <laughs> i took a social so services this, class and... this is all yes yeah it's um it's a very discredited form what they did like now you could i don't know you could probably be charged for doing that honestly mm-hmm. um but yeah so this kind of stirred things up into a frenzy because you had Christians hearing about a school in California where kids were being abused in these satanic rituals. And then they heard about Michelle Smith, who had seen all these horrible things and had blood rubbed on her from human sacrifices in Canada. So fake and, uh, news. Obviously, they're freaking out. Basically. And again, around this time, fake, fake news. Um, around this time... There was also, like, you know, the whole, like, the music scene was changing and things were getting more, like, kind of edgy. Um, while at the yeah, same metal. time, like, the political, yeah, that was a big thing. Like, um, 
I don't listen to metal, so I don't know the first thing about it, but I do know that, like, they are very against rock and roll back then. Rock and roll was of the devil, and if you played certain songs backwards, you could hear messages um, from Mm -hmm. about the devil in them. Yeah. Which is a good strategy, to be quite honest, is recording a hidden message backwards into your song and trying to find words forwards that will make it fit. Good strategy. Um, I think that maybe we as Christians should implement that. <gasps> Record music. Brainwashing. And, re- yeah, just put our messages backwards into it, you know. Mm-hmm. I think that's a good strategy. Why haven't we tried that? If that's so effective, like, these people say it is, why haven't we tried that, you know? Like, what's... Yeah, totally. If, if it's... If sure. We're, we're brainwashing people for Jesus, you know, it doesn't matter, right? Anyway. Oh, ethics. Um, <laughs> yeah, so the climate was, the political climate was being, was growing very conservative, and the artistic climate was getting very not. So it was a whole culture war going on, plus all the satanic ritual abuse. So that's what satanic panic was. It was the people being worried that their kids were being ritually abused at their preschools mm. um, and not understanding child psychology so okay that's what that was and then in 1996 that is when the first harry potter book came out and 16 harry years potter later. uses magic so obviously you know it's of the devil that's the only conclusion that there is i guess <laughs> So you're saying that people got really spooked by this satanic panic thing. And then when wizard books came out. Yes, Christians were very. Everyone was still freaked out because they had been taught that like anything pertaining to witchcraft was evil or magic. But the problem is like. Yes, anything with magic in it, except um, except for Lord of the Rings or um, the Chronicles also, of Narnia. Because there's elves and Sorry. there's magic <laughs> and trees come alive and all sorts of spirits and stuff. And so you still have like this very spiritual realm. And from what I can tell of Harry Potter, it's yeah. really not that Harry Potter. It's really not that dark comparatively. Go back to what you were saying. About Narnia or whatever. I read that. Yeah. Well, the first book, definitely, it is not. But here's the thing about the themes. Um, Rowling herself said that she, like, used Christian symbolism in the books. Um, Yes, because, um, do you want me to spoil, because I'm going to spoil, I'm, like, we can't really talk about this without me spoiling the horse series for you, and you haven't read it yet, so. Well, I already know that someone dies and gives up their life for the for the many or whatever i'm guessing it's probably harry potter 
Harry Potter has to die in order for Voldemort also to die. And then Harry Potter mm-hmm. comes back to life, just like Jesus did. Which is, ah. like, literally the most Christian... That's literally the most Christian type of symbolism that there is. Like, there's... Yeah. Sacrifice. Like, and that sounds, type of sacrifice. Yes. And throughout the series, the whole idea of sacrificial love is a big thing. Um, so it turns out... so. Harry was attacked by Voldemort, right, in the first book. Mm-hmm. And yeah. we learned that he was saved by his mother's love, by Lily's Aww. love for him. That was what protected him because she sacrificed herself for him and put mm-hmm. herself in front of, in between Voldemort and him. That's what protected him and kept Voldemort from being able to kill him. And right. there's also other things like um, that come out of that love like there is a character in the books who does things he is literally like torturing himself living in a state of like like doing having to do horrible things and everyone thinking that he's evil when he's actually Mm -hmm. good because he loved lily and not you lily but lily potter yeah and like literally the idea of love being a transformative um saving force that's a huge theme in the books and like but no you know they were written by a not christian woman so Mm -hmm. you know they're not they're obviously a gateway to witchcraft now (laughs) the one of the popular arguments against Harry Potter is that they use spells. And they're right. like, oh, well, J.K. Rowling researched actual spells and actual ways that magic worked in order to write this. Which, first mm-hmm. of all, like, <laughs> the spells are, like, fake Latin. You know? Mm-hmm. Like, it's not... That's that's not... How, I don't know how spells work, but I am sure that it's not fake Latin. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, I again, I, I haven't looked into it because I'm not a Satanist, but um, <laughs> I don't think that's quite that's quite it. You know, <laughs> right? Um, yeah. So it's just strange. Um, I watched this old VHS video that someone uploaded to YouTube, and it was all of it was like a comprehensive list of the arguments against Harry Potter at the time, and it was all the mm-hmm. usual ones. You know, she researched witchcraft um when she was writing this which honestly if you're a good writer and you're writing about magic like you Mm -hmm. can't just start from scratch like you can't start from scratch on that you need something to go off of and unless you're just going to rip off another offer what another author offer yeah another offer unless you're just going to rip someone else (laughs) off like yeah go to the source but like also I don't know. Tolkien also did that. C.S. Lewis, like, you could very easily say that he's encouraging the worship of Greek gods because he researched and studied Greek gods and he put them in (laughs) Prince Caspian. So Mm. why aren't we making a big fuss about that? Isn't that idol worship? You know, I don't... Probably because he's a man. That's probably why people don't care about it. So anyway, um, that said that... (laughs) Oh, sexism. Yes. Well, here's the other thing. Here's the other thing, too. Um, so I guess this lady who was like an expert on cults, apparently, and had a British accent, so she seemed really intelligent, Ooh, was la, talking la. about. Yeah, everyone with a British accent is smart, obviously. They really are. 
<laughs> this lady was talking about how witchcraft is like a feminine cult. Mm. And whereas Christianity, the masculine is supposed to be what is like the best, basically, is what she said. In Satanism and witchcraft, it's like femininity that's glorified, which there's a lot to unpack within that statement <laughs> in and of mm-hmm. itself. That's and very um, true. we don't have yeah. the time and I don't have the patience for that. We can if you want to, but I just need to finish this because I was just the first part of her statement. The second part Maybe later. was that she was saying Lily's sacrifice for Harry was clearly um, witchcraft propaganda because it was the power of the female saving everybody instead of it's supposed to be the power of the male that saves every like what i don't even mm. like saying this out loud it sounds ridiculous that she said that but it is on youtube i'll try to leave it in the show notes it's like an hour long and there's a lot there but it's it, very interesting to watch if you're into watching old um christian propaganda vhs tapes that have been uploaded to youtube which i am i've seen a bunch of them actually um because i have nothing better to do with my time um (laughs) but that made me so mad because i was like no literally like that's sacrificial love like that's the same thing aslan did in the chronicles of narnia Mm -hmm. but because she's a woman it's not like you could say then like you know in Endgame when black widow like dives off the cliff so that they can get the soul stone like you could say that's promoting witchcraft too by that same logic Hmm. yeah that is interesting I don't know. So the arguments against it are not very good. Um, There was also a chain email that went around about Harry Potter um, that was saying J.K. Rowling is a Satanist. She admitted to it. There's an article, blah, blah, blah. You need to not read Mm -hmm. Harry Potter, Um, which happened after The Onion published a fantastic article about uh it which i want to read a few excerpts of because it is just great um do you know what the onion is lily it's it's a christian thing isn't it like they make fun of a lot of different that's the babylon bee the onion is a secular babylon bee basically yeah it's a satire it is a satire site so this is this article is gold um Mm -hmm peak onion journalism okay Okay. it's talking about this little girl named ashley i used to believe what they taught us in sunday school said ashley conjuring up an ancient spell to summon cerebus the three-headed hound of hell but the harry potter books showed me that magic is real something i can learn and use right now and the bible is nothing but boring lies Ashley is hardly the only child rejecting God these days. Weeks after the release of Goblet, the fourth book in J.K. Rowling's blockbuster Kid Lit series, interest in uh, witchcraft continues to skyrocket among young children. Across America, satanic temples are filling to the rafters with youngsters clamoring for instruction in summoning and conjuring. (laughs) Um, Wow. (laughs) Let's see. Over protests from Christian right leaders who oppose the books for containing magic and by extension satanic religious beliefs, millions of children are <laughs> willing their bodies and souls to Lucifer and unholy blood covenants. In 1995, <laughs> it was estimated that 100,000 Americans, mostly adults, were involved in devil worship groups. Today, more than 14 million children alone belong to the Church of Satan, largely due to the 
unassuming boy from four privet drive the harry potter the harry potter books are cool because they teach you all about magic and how you can control it and use revenge on your enemies um said craig noel a recent convert to the order of the black circle (laughs) um okay and this is supposedly a quote from the high priest of the first church of satan an -hmm. organization like ours thrives on new blood no pun intended and we've had more applicants (laughs) than we can handle lately and of course practically all of them are virgins which is gravy (laughs) wow yep um yeah so and there was also i think they also published an article where they interviewed um jk rowling and she was talking about how she loved the devil and she was bffs with him also from the onion and that's where these chain Mm -hmm. emails got their (laughs) information Uh from um because you know you should research a source you should just uh take whatever information there is even if it's fake and uh, use it to support your cause because, you know, it's not important that it's fake. It's just important that it's revealing the truth about something. That's very true. I, I agree with that 100%. Yeah. So, long story short, um, Harry Potter, I read Harry Potter. Um, and mm-hmm. I'm not a Satanist. And I have never been in a satanic ritual and sure, i Maria? don't maybe well, you need hypnotized to remember you know yeah you're right i should see if the if they do hi- online hypnosis maybe uh yeah maybe i can recover some lost memories and yeah. then it, that'd be a good way to get a husband too i guess wouldn't it it's true yeah therapists <laughs> make great husbands yeah because yep. they listen to all your feelings you know yeah um <laughs> but um seriously i I don't know. I like my parents didn't want me to read Harry Potter and I respected that, but mm-hmm. I think you should preview books before you ban your children from reading them. Right. That's so what, what I will were, say. Were your parents the same? Did they just not like the the wizard re aspect or whatever? Um <laughs> I mean, yeah, like, they just, it was just, like, an obvious no-go. Like, we didn't, right. we didn't even ask, you know, because, yeah, yeah, um, and I know that they listen, so I'm sorry, Mom and Dad, I seem to be lambasting you, um, I, like, I don't know, maybe they did read them, and I just never asked them why, but, like, I don't think that is... It just made me want to read them more, you know, mm. like, just because I wasn't allowed to read them. And I don't think I was a very rebellious child, so, like, imagine if I was. And I didn't read them till like, I moved out, because um, I was trying to, like, res- be respectful and stuff. And then I read them all in, like, two months. Um, wow. <laughs> yeah. And they're good. They're good, actually. And I think that... Um, I do more than the witchcraft, which I, whatever. Um, as the books go on, they do. There are some darker things that happen, and some more like mm-hmm. grown-up themes that they're exploring. So I would think. I think that happens with a lot of kids' book series, where it gets progressively darker as things go on. 
Um, and so mm-hmm. I'd want to kind of make sure I was being present with my kids on like, mm-hmm. you know, in that and like helping them work through those things. So what about okay. you? Was it like a, was it like an obvious thing or was there a conversation about it or like what was the. Oh yeah, it was a no go. Like I don't, we might've talked about it, but I don't remember talking about it. Probably did. But it was just like, no, that's probably not healthy for you. And, and it's understandable because you know, you're raising kids and you, you don't know how seriously they're going to take some stuff, I guess. Yeah. I mean, I guess if you have a kid that is kind of very imaginative and would go and, like, if a character in a book cuts their arm to get blood to do something, they would go do that. But, again, like, Mm -hmm. the only characters who do that in Harry Potter are clearly the bad guys. You know, I... I, um, the first time I ever even heard of something like that happening was through an Adventures in Odyssey episode. Oh, yes, I heard that one. The, um, like the one that's like Dungeons and Dragons, but it's like towers Mm -hmm. and something. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was propaganda. James Dobson hated Harry Potter. He got misquoted about it and it was a whole big thing. Um, oh the washington post yeah they were like james dobson likes harry potter in the washington post because there was some miscommunication he got pissed off and he was like i do not like harry potter i hate it and it is bad for children puberty (laughs) i don't know um what his voice is like but that's the closest i can get and he's like harry potter will lead children into witchcraft we need to focus on the family yeah. <laughs> That's cute. Okay. Nothing. Thanks. <laughs> I worked hard on that one. Um, I can tell. Wow. <laughs> um, yeah. So it's, it's just, um, I don't know. I don't think, I think that literally, I feel like this, I, I would have to go back and read the books more thoroughly to confirm this, but usually the spells used by the, the main characters, the good guys, the guys that you like, are spells like make this thing float um make this thing make my wand shine so i can see instead of having a flashlight fix my Mm -hmm. glasses um i want your wand to fly out of your hand it's very like oh unlock this door like it's and it's like wand spells it's not this like like cutting your palm and like rubbing blood i don't like it's not like that like those are mm-hmm. things the bad guys do you know right and i don't i don't know i just um i i really i wonder how many of the big christian figures who are condemning it actually read it that would be interesting to to uh find out on cuz it seems like a lot of this the lady who was talking about in the video that i watched who was talking about why harry potter is satanic Mm -hmm. honestly she kind of she seemed like she had read the book but she had read it in a way where she was very clearly looking for things and it was like she was very clearly looking for oh, this is a thing in the occult where blah, 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 blah. She was looking to make connections. She wasn't just reading it as what it was, which is a children's book. I think 
if you're you're arguing yeah i think it's wrong because if you're arguing against something i think you should if it's a book let's say i'll just narrow this statement down to books if you're if you're arguing against a book i don't think it's wrong to read it that way eventually but i think you need to start by just reading it as for what it is because i remember when the hunger games was a thing my parents also didn't want me to read those because they were so violent but if you actually Mm -hmm. read the hunger games like you know they're violent but the violence is like very bad and harmful to katniss and she doesn't want to be involved in what's going on ever Mm. like she never wants to be and she doesn't enjoy the like she has like traumatic flashbacks from like killing people in the arena like right you know but again i don't think these books that get banned from christian culture are read ever i think they are analyzed for here's this bad thing this bad thing this bad you know Mm -hmm. so do you think censorship should be a thing I don't think censorship should be a thing. I think if you're a parent, you you have the right to, like, say, look, I've read this book, and I, like, I don't want you to read it. And I'm, mm. like, you cannot read this in my house or whatever. Like, I think right. you have the right to say that definitely as a parent because that's your job. But I think better than censorship, what you're supposed to do as a parent is come alongside your child like with those things you're not supposed to be like no i don't want you to do that like with books and stuff because that's just going to make them do it more but like if you can read it with them and like or read it and talk about it with them like i think that is how like if you're teaching a child something you can't just like guess you know you should like look it up and it's okay to be like well i don't know let's look that up you know that's fine yeah I don't know. Ugh. Okay, well, um, do you want to take a break? Um, sure. Before we move on to our next segment? Because yeah. I'm going to make uh, some coffee. All right. Bite the dust. Okay. All right, we're back. Um, so, I wanted to wanted to talk about what yep why we were talking about harry potter because um this episode kind of evolved from our first take our ill-fated first take um god knew that we needed that second take he sure did that's why that's why he uh he made lily's car get hit Mm -hmm. with lightning um uh anyway so (laughs) um i was on twitter the other day, you know, just scrolling, and I came across someone had tweeted out a link, and and what I don't know what noises I'm making Ooh. right now. It was to this thing that was a, a purportedly a Christian fan fiction of um, Harry Potter, mm-hmm. and it's called Hogwarts School of Prayer and Miracles, and I was like, stop everything! I am reading this, um, and it was only it's only 14 chapters long. It was published, Mm -hmm. like, six years ago, um, in 2014. Last, it was published August 2014, last updated 
in Mm-mm. October of 2014. So it was kind of a short-lived project, but it does come to a nice end. Um, I think people were hoping for a sequel, but we, alas, did not get a sequel. Um, not yet, at least. And so Lily and I read it. Now, Lily, when you read this, you hadn't read Harry Potter at all, right? No. So, yeah, it no. was very much like, oh, wow, okay, it's- is this what Harry Potter is sort of like, you know? Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, but you've read it, you've read some of it now, right? You started reading it? Mm-hmm. Yep. It is nothing Great. like are the you, Christian version. Are you going <laughs> to... Oh, that is the most homeschooled thing I've ever heard. Um, <laughs> are you, uh, are you thinking of converting to Satanism? I am, you know, I, I painted my nails black. <laughs> like a month ago oh and my I just, gosh. I just really feel that that dark energy it's, no it's very way. important yeah wow yeah. wild connect with your dark side are we allowed side to say satanism on the podcast are we allowed we to say, say that what? satanism satanism nism is that on the banned uh, words list you know uh we could put it there but it would really interfere with my dark my dark vibes so can you say that again you were really <laughs> the audio quality was so bad oh i but, i said we could put it on the band list but it'd really interfere with my dark vibes okay well let's keep it off the band list then so we can say it as much as you want to but we still can't say all right why not so here <laughs> it's a slur lily our producers Stop told us that yeah <laughs> Okay. <laughs> All right. Here is the... I'm going to read... This is on fanfiction.net. I'm going to read the um, description for this. Hogwarts School of Prayer and Miracles mm-hmm. by user Proud Housewife. I'll run together. It says, Do you want your little ones to read books? And they want to read the Harry Potter books. Semicolon. But you do not want them to turn into witches? Well, here's the story for you. This story has all the adventures of J.K.R.'s books, semicolon, but will not read your children astray. Mm-hmm. For concerned mommies everywhere, blessings, Grace Ann. Um, <laughs> all right, so Lily, what what did you, uh, you want to you wanna talk about this? You want to start on this one? So I thought this was a joke. Like, but I was like, okay, I'm just going to take it for what... <laughs> it's being presented as and i'm gonna read it like that yeah hey that's good that's what i said earlier in the podcast wow amazing it is (laughs) anyway continue so yeah the i was reading it and i i was very confused because (laughs) the writer really seemed to be making fun of career people because uh, it opens up and the aunt is like doing something and she asks Harry to answer the door or whatever mm-hmm. and he's like shouldn't you do that like really sexist roles yeah about the because um, Aunt Petunia is a career woman and Uncle Vernon is making brownies right so clearly right. And so they're the like, vilest of the wow. vile <laughs> they are they're the scum of the earth how dare scum a man make brownies while his oh. wife sits on the couch reading the newspaper you know and wearing the slacks in the family you know yeah 
<laughs> yeah. Um, Aunt Petunia, but, she's described, she says, she had short, curly blonde hair and never wore any makeup because all those things are bad. Yeah. I, is curly hair bad? You're is going to a- hell if you have short, curly hair and no makeup. Well, is curly hair bad? And what's wrong with blonde hair? Yeah, it's hair? of the devil. Is it really? That means I didn't she know went that. to a salon or something. When did they... Permed. Well, she could just have naturally... Is naturally... Yeah, I know. Okay, obviously perms are of the devil, but is naturally curly hair also of the devil? I don't, I don't know. We'll see. It is? Oh. When did they change that? It could be. Who said I, that? I John know. Piper? Probably the new, like, Miss Miss Homeschooler. Who 20, said that? Was 20, it Kurt Cameron, you know? president of Christianity? Curly hair is of the devil. It just, it is. It is what it is. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, you know, you can't deny the truth, I guess. No, um, you can't. Also, apparently, uh, apparently, um, uh, no, I, okay, continue. <laughs> Okay, so it also said in chapter two that both parents work and leave Harry with a babysitter, and so he'll probably grow up to be yeah. like a monster, drug addicted person. And I found this so yeah, absolutely who believes hilarious. in evolution? Yeah, because yeah. yeah. Okay, so you get babysitted because your parents both work, which is common. I think a lot it's of babysat. Babysat. A lot of people can't afford. Or maybe soaked, maybe. <laughs> not to have both parents working. And so I thought right, that, that yeah. was really this, really this awful. economy. Yeah, you know, yeah. because lower class people can't always send their kids or take care of their kids at home. They have to like go to work. Um, yeah. So, uh, y- you know, I was actually I can speak to this because I was actually a babysitter. Um, Mm -hmm. for a family who, where both parents worked. Um, and I definitely was, um, you know, when you take that job, you like, I didn't want to, but I had to Mm -hmm. just get those kids addicted to drugs, you know, like, that's just part of the job. You have to get them addicted to drugs. You have to teach them evolution. And that sucks because I don't believe that that's okay, but I had to do that. You know, it's just, it's messed up. Yeah. Babysitters are really terrible people. (laughs) (laughs) yeah Uh, (laughs) yeah so okay yeah but yeah no seriously it is that is a lot of that's a very common sentiment um among very evangelical conservative christians is that well you can't like we can make it work so you should too make it work you know and it's not like you know whatever it's not always that simple like that yeah you know every and not everyone wants to stay at home either like the parents that I worked for like the mom that I worked for especially was a very good mother to her children and they loved her so much like when she would come home they were like oh my god mom probably because I was trying to you know give them drugs and teach them evolution and they didn't like Mm -hmm. that but yeah um I think like she was a really a great mother and like they were very involved with their kids and very much like wanted to be there for their kids and but she also wanted to have a job she was she worked in special education and she loved doing that because she really liked helping people and she was really great at that so it's just yeah it's a very common christian thing to shame 
families for not having um, the mother at home. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> that is sad. But the, the author really, like, not all people who work and have that type of life are, like, Darwinists, are, like, evolutionists. And I just thought it was so funny, like, the complete, um, the contrast of, like, the Christian versus the non-Christian was very drastic. And it was like, oh, if you're a Christian, you're a very good person, and you're very happy, and, like, you're very peaceful. Mm -hmm. And then if you're a non-Christian, you obviously are an evolutionist and a scumbag and don't care about anybody <laughs> and are completely selfish and self-centered and your gender roles yeah. will be mixed up and yeah yes and it was hilarious men should not men should not bake brownies they should not their wives should do everything like answer the door and not <laughs> never sit on the couch because you should be punished for that and um always bake brownies <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, just constantly. You have to be baking brownies if you want to be a good Christian wife. Just like up twenty four seven brownies. Yeah, wake and bake. Am I right? Okay. Um. um yeah. So uh, something that was really weird about all oh of the God. men in the story, yes. I believe. I did. So all of the um, Christian men. That is. Ha uh ha. -huh. All the Christian men. Yes. Um. Okay. So Hagrid comes to Privet Drive to get Harry. To take him to Hogwarts School of Prayer and Miracles. And he prays for Harry and evangelizes him, of course. And they head off yippity-skippity. Um, mm -hmm. I just want to read this description. I'm going to read a few things. And <laughs> you tell me what uh, you notice they have in common. Okay. On the porch was... This is a description of Hagrid. On the porch was standing a huge muscular man with a big manly beard. He was dressed in a red plaid shirt, blue jeans, and sturdy leather boots. His chest was covered with a thick, unruly carpet of coarse brown hair. Okay, so that's Hagrid. Um, let me find... Oh, also, I think everyone should know that um, in this, Minerva McGonagall is, like, 20 and married to Dumbledore, so there's that wow. also. But the author definitely doesn't hate women, you know. Then? I and think so, And he's just so, got yeah. a really hot young wife. Oh, yeah. Wow. Is that so... But she Wait, doesn't no, have any kids, huh? One. That's like that's of the devil. She must have. I think Hermione kids. is Hermione is her kid. Their their kid. Oh. Okay. Here's the description of Snape. Now, at the beginning of breakfast, Harry had noticed a tall, mysterious-looking man with long dark hair and gaunt, enigmatic features. He was dressed stylishly in a crisp black suit and his tie made of a shock of red and an otherwise totally black outfit. The dark hair on his pale chest was neatly trimmed, but still noticeably thick. He wore elegant black leather shoes on both of his feet. So that's Mr. Snape. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's that. I gotta find... Okay. This is when a mysterious uh, visitor comes to Hogwarts. It's Voldemort! Ooh. The car stopped. The door opened. A man stepped out. He was tall and pale-skinned. He was a younger man with only a thin hair of a thin layer of hair hidden under his shirt. He was wearing a t-shirt, sweatpants, and sneakers. So, um, she talks about chest hair a lot. Yeah, and she does. 
It's very uncomfortable. Invisible. At one point, I believe she describes Dumbledore's chest hair as virile tresses, which made what me does very virile uncomfortable. Mean Maria, <laughs> it so it's like um, I think it's technically, I think it's technically a biological term, mm-hmm. and it's like talking about that they they can like. We can't say that. No. Um, that they can um, give their seed to bear children. Can I say that? Okay. I think that'll slip, so, slip past our stuff. This chest hair is addictive, huh? I, or not addictive, but I, like, I don't know. Dude. Can be passed it's on. It's making me very uncomfortable. <laughs> Every time she talked about chest hair, I wanted to throw myself out my window. So, um. <laughs> You are in the second story. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So that is uh, my... Did you have another thing that you noticed? Or should I go into my... Oh, she just made everyone feel bad for Harry in general. Because yeah. he had to live his life with non-Christians from the beginning. And that's really... You know, you're you're going to hell if you yeah. just stay there. Yeah. So, Did you get to the part... What I found interesting oh, sorry, was, go ahead. well, she could have made it more Pilgrim's Progress-like instead of the way she mm-hmm. did make it. And his leaving was sort of Pilgrim Pilgrim's Progress-like, but it just wasn't like... Oh, and she has Harry, like, she has him quote scripture, even though he has never read the Bible. Yeah. And I'm just like continuity wait, errors. What, what? He he just became a Jeez, Christian. Jeez, proud yeah, housewife. Like, Get it together. This is fanfiction.net, not Wattpad. Yeah. Come on. Anyway, so <laughs> no, that's uh yeah. yeah. So the way that they um, cast spells in this, they don't use spells because that's obviously witchcraft. But the way that they do that is by yes. praying. <laughs> um. So the like instead in a place where you know um hermione would like oh ron you're so stupid let me show you the spell to unlock this door and then she like holds her wand up and says whatever the stupid um unlocking fake latin word is Uh um so they're they're like there's a scene harry and hermione are walking um to the boys dormitory and um hermione says that she um isn't gonna go inside because she would you know hate to cause a scandal um that's Mm -hmm. a pretty good part let me let me read that she says um i would show you inside but i would hate to cause a scandal i understand harry declared graciously too many young men these days pressure women into things undesired and forbidden it is the mark of a true old-fashioned gentleman to respect the fact that every young woman is Mm. a younger man's future wife and yet we all know that it would be a terrible dreadful sin to bring another man's wife to intimacy why does modern culture suddenly treat that as okay simply because he does not have her yet man's laws may permit it but the laws of the lord are not bound by time <clears throat> wow Her- hermione pushed to move the that that's yeah the, there's yeah um so she hermione tries to push the door open and it's very heavy um, and, uh, Harry said, Harry, uh, Harry was a good devout Christian now. He would not have a young godly girl struggling to open a door, which was perfectly capable of opening himself. With the simple faith often seen in little ones, Harry oh. got down on his knees, lifted his hands skyward, and shouted prayerfully, 
dear lord please open these doors and allow me to enter my new home and the doors of course open wow <laughs> um oh my word yeah. so that's what they do instead of casting spells they just pray you know because that's that's how god works you know um a much better lesson than fake latin witchcraft i think for sure for sure did you get to the part about the hogwarts houses mm -hmm. and like what <laughs> the different houses were i didn't no sadly um that's so what are they so that's in, I, I guess that's in chapter eight okay so this is snape telling them should i do my snape voice yeah uh snape. okay I would like to say that your choosing hats will make you happy, or that your lives will be easy, but I will not lie. There are dark forces in the world, and they do not like Christians. And when I say Christians, I mean Gryffindor hats. They love the Hufflepuff hats, because the Hufflepuff hats believe everything these people say and slap the label Christian onto that philosophy. And so the Hufflepuff hats make it easier. The Ravenclaw hats, these people claim not to like but they pretend that the Ravenclaw hat's extremism applies to all Christians, so the Ravenclaw hats help them. And then, of course, there is the Slytherin hats. The Slytherin hats will tell you we're all on the same side, because they agree with the Gryffindor hats on some things. But do not be fooled. Their leader is working with Voldemort. So that's the gist of it. Oh. Basically, Gryffindor hats are Christians. Hufflepuff hats are um, like universalists. Like they meet Luna, who's a Hufflepuff hat, mm -hmm. and she's like, "Oh, I we believe in all. Oh, we don't believe in any of the Bible except when it says to forgive your enemies, and that's all that we believe. Everything else is just hunky dory." I don't know what she says, but something like that. Um, uh, the Raven. So the school of prayer and whatever yeah is actually just like a school of religion sort of yeah like, i mean it's not it's prayer like they do prayer and miracles like that, that's what they do it's just like specifically christian it's like hogwarts but for different denominations it's kind of like a summer camp like a christian summer camp but there's voldemort okay. is trying to change the constitution so that there's no freedom of religion and that's kind of the main conflict of the book Anyway, the, the Ravenclaw hats ah. are, um, the Ravenclaw hats are, like, the fundamentalists, and they're very judgmental, and, um, raging sexists, even more so than, you know, everyone else in this book, um, and, um, and the Slytherin hats are, are Catholic, and so they pray to Mary and worship statues, because, you know, that's what Catholics do, um, and it's funny because he says their leader is working with Voldemort, which is a reference to the evangelical belief that the Pope is like a pawn of Satan, um, basically, that a lot of people think. Oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. So, uh, yeah, it's a pretty common. It's funny. It's funny that they cast one. Of... I just think it's funny. They cast the Ravenclaws as fundamentalist when really like the Gryffindor philosophy is like very fundamentalist I don't know I guess there's always more extreme you can go you know yeah um, 
Anyway, so the central conflict of this is Harry trying to navigate. Um, he's trying to be friends with Ron, who is a Catholic, I mean, a Slytherin. And he's trying to control his feelings for Hermione, who is 11. And mm-hmm. also <laughs> they're worried about Voldemort. So Voldemort, like I said, shows up in the last um, the last two chapters Mm -hmm. um so should i spoil it sure i'm gonna spoil it so if you want to read this Mm -hmm. um i think it's worth the read okay um actually okay no i'm not gonna spoil it because i want people to read it i think you should go read it but in the end voldemort obviously comes to um, oh my gosh, I just messed up my microphone. Voldemort comes to Hogwarts and they confront him. And the last chapter, Lily, you should read their last chapter and then you'll see what I'm talking about. But yeah, the last chapter reveals the answer to the question if this is a troll or not. Um, mm-hmm. It's pretty... It's pretty spelled out. I don't know how everyone was so confused about it on Twitter because it's very clear to me. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Maybe that's just me um, from reading this last chapter. But I, it's this is yeah. It's it's really it's very fascinating and it's funny that it's only resurfacing now. I don't know why it's resurfacing now because people have so much time on their hands or whatever. But well, it's I pretty, heard it's yeah. I heard that. The reason she stopped writing was because her husband told her it wasn't good for the family or whatever. And so, I mean, that pretty yes, much spoils it she for does me. say that. Yeah. Which for me is like, okay, I get it. I understand, like, yeah. It's definitely, yeah. You don't think a husband would tell his, because she says, here's what she says mm-hmm. in the note for the last chapter. She says, yeah. hello, friends. I have some news, semicolon. And I know that I might be disappointing to the mommies out there. My husband and I had a very long talk last night, semicolon. And he doesn't think that posting my writing online is a good and going to classes is a good idea for my family. It was a hard decision for me to accept, semicolon, but he does know best. I want to thank all of my many righteous believers who have supported me in this mission of mine, semicolon. And I hope that this last chapter ties up the loose ends as best as one chapter can. So that was her like last statement. Anyway, um, so um, it was funny. People are wildly, yeah. hotly debating if it's a spoof or not. Um, I think there's pretty good evidence in both directions. You should definitely read it for yourself. Um, but I wanted to read a few of these comments, reviews from her. I just selected a few. Mm-hmm. Um Rita Skeeter said, she commented on a lot of these, actually. Girl, you need a divorce. Your husband does not know better than you. How is this story you're writing doing bad to your family? It's not a bad story, but it can't do much harm to your family. No, your husband should definitely not be that controlling. (laughs) Also, I don't stand for the Pledge of Allegiance, just so you should know. Um, Someone else just said, (laughs) Dumbledore is gay. (laughs) Oh. And... It looks like someone posted the transcript to the B movie 
as a review so that took me a long time to scroll past um oh my do you know word. about that b movie the meme i have heard about it in passing but i don't <laughs> understand um do you know what the b movie is it's yeah i watched it okay yeah so there was someone like on Tumblr was like, oh, I got a shirt with the entire script of the B movie on it. Um, and everyone thought it was so funny. So okay. it became a meme to like post the entire script of it in different places. Um, oh, yeah, that's funny. And then it was on it was on YouTube um, and people would do the B movie. But every time they say B, it gets faster or something like every time they say B all-star by smash mouth plays yeah Yeah, so it became a huge meme (laughs) stirred up a Uh whole lot of buzz perhaps you could say um Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah some of these it's very interesting adrian said Aw, I really would have liked to see Ron change hats. Having Draco was a fun surprise, though. Great job. I liked how they had angels instead of owls. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Um, this That's anonymous cute. commenter was very concerned about um, just the continuity of the of the book. It's pretty sparse on detail. I assume you're busy. Wrong you're. But there's loads of things you haven't elaborated on. Like, how does Hagrid prove Christianity? What is the sinner's prayer? And how does Harry know this? Why would I be invested in this? The actual books had a mystery in the beginning and mentions the main antagonist. I know this is all intended for a Christian audience, but it's got to stand on its own. Hope I could help. Yeah. Well, that's a pretty good comment, honestly. Oh, someone Catholic commented. They said, um, my religion is a real religion, and just because I'm Catholic doesn't mean I I won't go to heaven. My God loves me. Um, they did not capitalize the G in God, so I'm not sure if he does. Um, and that's all I really mm. need to know. I'm sorry. Oh! I'm sorry you feel that the Catholic Church has lied to me, but it hasn't. I love my religion and I won't be converting. That said, I do like the story and genuinely enjoy reading it. Sincerely, a 16-year-old Catholic. <laughs> um, okay. <laughs> Someone mm. whose username is E just said, what the hell did I just read? <laughs> um... Uh, <laughs> Elliot, but like, what? I, no, okay. you say. Go ahead. I thought this. I thought what I've read so far of it is so funny. I don't see how anyone can take it seriously. <laughs> and if you do take it seriously, it's like it takes all the fun out of it because, ah, it's just so witty and hilarious. If it's not serious, you know. Yeah, I mean, so oh, I don't know. I think um, some I mean, people think really about did the take genius it. that is behind this fan fiction. If it's not serious, if it's it would, not serious, it is. It is so like it's, it's a masterpiece. It's, one of those, it's a work of art. It is. It's one know? of those things that I'm. I read it and I'm like, I should just quit because I'm never going to make anything that will top this. Um. Harry yeah. Potter, 14 chapter Harry Potter fan fiction in terms of genius. Like, there, that's it. That's the end of, this is the end of the road for me. I'm never, like, I should just give up on trying to make anything creative because it's never going to compare, you know? 
Um, some people did take this seriously. Shrek, actually. Eh. You know Shrek from the movie Shrek? Well, on April 23rd, yeah. apparently he was reading it. He said, this really changed my life. I was going to turn Wicca before. Both my parents are Satanists. Satanists? <laughs> They're Satanists. <laughs> yeah. Um, but now I am a Christian. So Shrek got saved because of this. I think that's all. I think that's all that you need. That's all oh. the convincing you need. Um, so uh, mm. final thoughts on um, Harry Potter and, and, and also final thoughts on Hogwarts School of Prayer and Miracles. Okay, so my final thoughts on Harry Potter so far have been it's it's a fun thing to read not bad if your kid is really that imaginative and that into like like if your kid is prone to probably like weird activities mental illness stuff like that then like yeah read the book and be discerning and don't be afraid to not let your kid read something just because it's the cool thing right. that's happening you know know your kid personally yeah. but i think that it's wrong to blanket statement that this is not okay for anyone to read ever yes because it's it's a work of literature it's it's not it's something that has shaped our our world and our society yeah, really. and therefore i think that it is perfect it, it is perfectly reasonable to read this book to understand people if not like the story yeah so that's my thought on that and as for hogwarts school of prayer i think it's I think it's amazing. I am going to read the whole thing and I'm going to enjoy every single second of it because it is just as much a work of art and literature as the Harry Potter series. And <laughs> yeah. it says a lot about people and that is why I value literature in general. So, yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I, I, to I totally about agree. You? Um, Harry Potter, not probably the greatest kids book series in terms of quality there's other if you're looking for an alternative there's other series i think are better um and less offensive mm -hmm. to if you don't like witchcraft like i'm i'm really pandering here but like i love i love reading and i would you know, I think reading is so important for kids. So, like, if you really are out there and somehow you're listening mm -hmm. to this and somehow you think Harry Potter is still witchcraft after listening to us for hours, <laughs> um, there's other great book series out <laughs> there. Um, How to Train Your Dragon is a great kids book series. Yeah. Um, the uh, A series of unfortunate events. It's a little bit darker, but another great kids book series. Um there's the talking to dragons, which I guess also has magic in it. So maybe not that there's lots of, you know, there's lots of other alternatives out there. But I think like if your kid wants to read Harry Potter, just like let them read Harry, you know, read it with them if you're concerned. But like you're kind of it's kind of stupid, honestly, I feel like to at least look into it, at least research, you know, at least read the book yourself. And again, like you said, if your kid is if you think your kid is going to do witchcraft because of this maybe you have bigger problems as a parent um <laughs> yeah definitely um as far as hogwarts school of prayer and miracle goes again it's amazing it's very discouraging makes me want to give up on art completely because i know i'm never going to do anything as good as this um 
<laughs> and I love it, and I think everyone should read it. <laughs> um, yeah. Oh, excuse me. So yeah, go read it, and um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> on that note, it is raining, and I need to go make sure that it's not leaking through my roof into the dining room. So, I think um, Ooh. I think with those Good those words of wisdom, yeah. <laughs> You can probably hear it, honestly, on the microphone, like, because my window's open and I'm recording right by my window. Very professional. Um, but yeah, I didn't, so, but I knew that it was raining because I'm also sitting by a window. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, uh, yeah, I uh, hope everyone's staying safe and healthy. Um, and I hope that you check out mm-hmm. Hogwarts School of Prayer and Miracles and don't get the satanic panic. Yeah. Have a blessed day. Yes. Peace out. Peace. Peace and love. There it is. Bite the dust. Well, how do you feel about that, devil? I'm a feeling mighty good.